Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to Sparks' podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Stephanie Jameson. Stephanie Jameson is an intuitive empath, psychic medium, and coach, as well as being an Amazon bestseller. She's the author of The Happy Empath's Workbook, as well as The Happy Empath's Little Book of Affirmations. In this podcast, we talk about motivation, spirituality, energy, mindset, and how Stephanie got onto this path in her life. Now, sit back relax and enjoy this episode tuning in trying to find out how to win go along and tell a friend marathon you know the game keep on running never end getting better make a man adam got it adam got it adam got it adam got it positivity 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 it's great to have you on the podcast today too. thank you i really appreciate it i'm excited to connect with you no you're welcome it's great to have you on and i just kind of thought i'd start by you know introducing you and kind of talking about what you do because you're into i can't even say now intuitive empath, psychic medium, and coach. And you're also an author, best-selling author on Amazon of the Happy Empath Workbook. And you've done another book as well called The Happy um, Empath's Little Book of Affirmations. And um, I thought I'd you know, kind of ask how you kind of got into like spirituality and kind of personal development and this kind of like sure. feel. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so meditation was my get- my gateway. You know, I was living yeah. a really stressful life, like so many people are on this planet, especially, you know, with 2020 and everything that happened last year. Um, yeah. I was heavily guided to meditate. And the more I meditated, the more at peace I felt, the more balanced and centered I felt. Um, I got sick uh, back in 2016. I had a really bad kidney stone. And I ended up in bed for about six weeks as I was kind of battling this particular um, ailment. 
And while I was laying there, I just kind of was moved through the process of feeling. And the more I allowed myself to feel, the more I was guided towards meditation, the more I was meditating, the more everything just kind of opened up. And so the two books that you just mentioned, they came from my meditation. I, they were journals, you know, um, the happy empaths workbook. I just wrote down everything that I was experiencing during meditation and kind of realized that that was eventually what, you know, kind of turned into that book. Um, same thing with my other book. I was writing down different mantras and, uh, affirmations for myself as I was kind of reprogramming myself over these past few years. And that kind of turned into, into that particular book as well. So meditation, you know, if I can think of anything in particular, it was getting sick and really kind of coming back to a place of needing to find myself again. Yeah. yeah. With myself. No, I, th I think it's, I think it's great. You know, what you, what you're doing and like, you know, those books that you've written and made, and it's just, it's amazing how you can, have something going on like you know coming up for you you know journal journaling writing it down you know and turning that into a book and providing value to other people and yeah. i you know i've always heard lots of people say you know you need to write things down you need to journal you know have a diary and i a even saw people, hmm. i'm sorry about that a lot of no, people no, no. get really cool ideas and I always tell like my clients who I coach and, and other people who I talk to on, on other podcasts, I let them, you've got to write your ideas down They're They're divinely inspired. And mm. so, you know, that's how you kind of take action on, on where it is that you're, you're meant to go is you write everything down. And then when you do that, it gives you the opportunity to kind of come back later when you're not as busy to kind of look at, at what you're being guided to do. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good point. And I think like, I know a few people that I uh, I watch on YouTube. Like there's a, there's a comedian called uh, Joey Diaz, and he's been through like a rough life. And he said, you know, he just wrote stuff down in the journal, and he he just kept on doing it and doing it and doing it. And he now when he looks back, he can see where he the, the times you know what, that he was going through in his life by you know looking at his journal and seeing you know how he's changed and where he is now. And I think it's. I think it's I think it's so important to do. I mean, a lot of people don't do it. And I I started just, you know, writing bits down in a notebook, you know, when I feel like I, I need to. Yeah. And it's it's quite a reflective kind of cathartic process as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's times where I'll go back and I'll look at my meditation journals from three, four years ago, and I don't even recognize that girl anymore. That's yeah. just not who I am. That was the beginning of this person who you see today and it's really it's really cool it's a very healing experience like you were just talking about um and then there's times where I go back and I reference things that you know I need to know now and I go oh I know that's in my journal and so I go back and I look at it it's mm. very very cool mm -hmm. I encourage anyone to do it you don't have to be a writer to do it mm. you know? it's awesome and I, I find like as well you must find it rewarding you know like coaching people and helping people through you know their their difficulties and their challenges as well you know seeing them shift and develop as well yeah absolutely i was just talking to a client about this yesterday when i was first guided to start divine soul journey which is which is my business um it didn't make any sense to me at all and i was very reluctant to do it because it wasn't logical 
you know, my heart was pulling me in one direction, but my head was like, are you crazy? You know, mm. how is this going to, how is this going to work out? How's this going to pan out? And so I remember sitting down and having a very, very strong conversation with the universe and, and God. And I was like, show me miracles. If this is what I am meant to do, prove it, show me a miracle. And as I look back on that now, I find that my clients are the miracles because I've watched so many people shift from a fear-based mindset to a love-based mindset in a matter of a year, sometimes less, you know, and it's amazing for me to get to see all of these people who are waking up across the world shift, heal their trauma, heal their patterns, move away from codependency, start believing in themselves again, you know, trust in their intuitive abilities. You know, I, I think I was telling you yesterday, I feel like everybody has psychic abilities on this planet. There's not one person on this planet who doesn't have intuition. And the more they choose love over fear, the stronger that becomes. And you just kind of watch them shift and grow. And it's such a beautiful process to watch. And so I was just telling a gal yesterday, I was like, you are my miracle. I thought my miracles were going to be something else. But every day I see miracles just by watching people's mindsets shift mm. and change and perspectives change. Mm -hmm. No, I, I agree. And I think I think it's, it's like you said, you know, those people that are your miracles. And I think like as well, you know, they're on their journey, you're on your journey. And I think you can learn a lot, you know, through, you know, your clients and other people and, you know, kind of be inspired by, you know, what they're doing as well, because, you know, they're, you know, we can relate to them because they might be going through something that we probably was going through or there wasn't a place that we once was. And, you know, you're, you're seeing them move through it. Yeah. Well, you always tend to attract and you're a healer in your own way. I was saying this to you yesterday. We tend to attract, healers tend to attract, or coaches, intuitives, we tend to attract people who are going through something that, you know, we went through a year ago, or two years mm. ago, or five years ago, or whatever it is, because that's what makes the best coaches, that's what makes the best healers, is the people who have been through it themselves, right? Mm. So a lot of times, coaches, authors, intuitives, you know, we kind of tend to go through quite a bit early on in life, you know, a little bit more than what the average Joe can go through. And, you know, yesterday when I met you, I knew right away that you were an empath. I know that you're a sensitive soul. I can feel it. And yeah. it's a really strong gift to be a sensitive and to understand how to feel and to tune into your emotions and, and, and that type of energy, you know, um, because that is how we help people. You know, that is how we are able to align with our soul's journey. Mm. so yeah absolutely yeah no I, I agree and i think as well as you mentioned you 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 pick up on that vibration and that energy with other person and i think when you're an empath it's like a high heightened frequency almost it's like uh, you know a different level if that makes sense you're more yeah. i think aware of certain things and you, mm -hmm. and you yeah. pick yeah you pick up you pick up on how people feel and sometimes might even uh, i mean i don't know if you do but like, sometimes you might take it personally and it might just be the other person how they feel and it's not you that's what i used to get mixed up with right absolutely um this is a, a great i'm glad that you brought this up because this is a lot of what i talk with i, I work with a lot of sensitive souls um mm. who feel as though their gifts are a curse they're like i'm tired yeah. of feeling all the time i'm so sick of that and i always tell them you're giving away your power 
You have to learn to create those healthier boundaries. You've got to learn how to understand what's your energy and what's not your energy. And that can really help so that you come from a place of feeling more empowered instead of disempowered. You know, and yeah, it can be a little weird at first because you, you can feel like what you were saying um, about taking things personally. But once you start to realize that, you know, most of the time when you're a sensitive soul, you're just a big mirror for people. And, mm. you know, whatever it is that they're sitting, you know, flipping back at you or whatever it is, you're, that's their stuff. And when yeah. you can learn to shield that and when you can learn to just be like, nah, you know, I always use the example of Wonder Woman. You know, she's yeah. <laughs> doing this, right? And, yeah. you know, she doesn't let other people's energy or insecurities or projections and all that stuff affect her. When you can do that and you can go, you know what? Feeling's my superpower. And mm. if that person doesn't serve me right now, that person doesn't serve me right now or that situation, I'm not going to take it personally. I'm just going to go focus on I'm going to do me. You'll start to notice that stuff dropping like flies all around you. I think that's a really great point as well. And, you know, having that balance with it and knowing how to kind of like use it and not be like overwhelmed. Because I think like you said, it, it can be, you know, overwhelming sometimes. And uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, you know, you see it as a gift and not kind of like seen as a hindrance as well, isn't it? And Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally feel like, you know, and I, um, I, I like to use this as an analogy. Anyone can be a cold son of a bitch. That doesn't mm. take any talent. Mm. To be able to feel, especially in our society today, where we've been, you know, for thousands of years, we've been living in this patriarchal society where the head is in mm. charge and we do whatever is most logical, right? Mm. But to feel and honor the wisdom of the heart and then use this as the tool that it is to get mm. us to align with where it is that we're meant to be, that's a superpower. And that's what empaths, that's what sensitive souls are here to do is to teach people how to get into alignment with the heart. Yeah. That's why we've always felt so different. That's why we've yeah. always felt like we don't fit in because we mm. don't. We're here to create a new reality. We're here to mm. create, you know, new earth where, you know, it's essentially, you know, we're stepping into the age of Aquarius. Yeah. So. There's, def there's definitely been like a lot of shifts. I mean, especially I think last year, as you said, like, uh, a lot of people kind of awakening and uh, realizing a lot of things and seeing things, you know, for what they are and, you know, shifting and stepping into, you know, this, this, these new, new realms, if that makes sense. And mm -hmm. I, I definitely, I definitely had it, you know, as well. I had like a lot of shifts, and, you know, I, I did the podcast and stuff like that and stepped into, you know, the unknown. And like, would you, would you say like, you know, as empaths, you know, we, we attract certain people and probably sometimes have certain relationships. Like sometimes, you know, maybe narcissists be, you know, to, for people that end up to end up with narcissists, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Sometimes. I cover that in my first book. Um, narcissism is something that I'm very, very familiar with. And a lot of times there's this toxic attraction between an empath and a narcissist because it has something to do with the wounded inner child that's in the empath. Empaths mm. are healers. We like to try to fix people. We'd like to try to fix things. But a lot of times that cycle will keep repeating until the empath learns how to fix themselves and how to heal themselves so that they no longer resonate with the toxicity of the narcissist, right? Mm. Because even if you get rid of the narcissist, that person will still show up again. Those traits will still show up again in another person. And so mm. the, that, cycle repeats itself. And, you know, a lot of times the big lesson is that I try to teach my clients here is that not everything can be healed. And that's a big lesson. That's a smack in the face for a natural mm -hmm. healer. 
for a sensitive soul is that the relationship goal was to learn how to walk away, not fix it. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's so true. I and mean, that's something that I can definitely relate to. And I mean, I'm sure that, I, you know, thousands, millions of people can relate to that as well. I think, like you said, it's that, uh, you know, noticing your energy and, you know, what makes you happy. Because I think that, that's ultimately, you know, the most important thing, isn't it? And I think in the, in this world, like more people are realizing what makes them happy and what doesn't make them happy and what people don't want in their lives and what they do want. I think, you know, this whole situation has kind of forced people to look at those kind of things, I think. Oh, yeah. I personally feel like COVID, um, the pandemic, is divine intervention. It's forcing people to do the work that they need to do, that they've been ignoring. So it's forcing people to look at their relationships. It's forcing people to look at their money habits. It's forcing people to look at their life purpose. It's forcing people to look at their codependency issues. It's forcing people to do emotional work. It's challenging people's thought patterns, their perspectives, you know, what they feel they are or are not capable of. And mm. so, you know, I, I, when, when the pandemic hit, I personally feel like divine intervention. It's also teaching us a massive lesson around that we are not separate. We're mm. all one. We're all connected. And what a better way for the divine to come in and show us through a, through a virus. Mm. We're all one. We're all connected. Mm. And everything that we do, whether it's on one side of the world or another, we affect one another. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's powerful, isn't it, when you think about it? And you know, it's definitely, you know, like, yeah, we're on different parts of the world, but, you know, there is this very deep, like, connection because we're all kind of in this together and all being affected, you know, have all been affected or impacted it in some way. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it draws people close together because I think, you know, we're, we're not really designed to not be connected to all people. We, we kind of, you know, need it as people. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a huge message that I teach people all the time, especially sensitive souls like yourself. Mm. is we're not separate, not separate from each other, and we're not separate from the divine. So these intuitive Mm. hits that you get from this deep sense of feeling, it's about feeling Mm. first and then acting. Mm. If you listen that and you honor to and you honor that and you and you hone in on that wisdom of the heart, you'll get Mm. guidance every step of the way from your spiritual team. Mm. You won't question, you won't doubt. Or if you do, you'll be able to retrain yourself very quickly on hey, 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 no, no, no. I'm, I'm honoring this. I'm trusting this. Like I was saying to you before we started, um, mm. you know, I'm in a place on my own journey where I'm being asked to step up, to level up and to walk by faith. And the more I do that and the more I honor who I am, I have opportunities to speak my truth and mm. I keep needing um, opportunities for me to step into my power and, mm. you know, really change things and, and meet new souls all over the world. It's a cool experience. Yeah. No, no, definitely. And I think, you know, we're all on our own journey. And I think like we have to, you know, like you said, listen to what it is that's going on and tap into that and to, you know, pursue that and listen to that. And I think a lot more people are doing that as well. You know, like, you know, going from one job that they don't like to trying something that they, you know, that they do like. And I think I was talking to someone about it today and it's like that, that being adaptable and pivoting in this situation you know, where you kind of have to, you know, survive in some way, you have to adapt. And, you know, we're being forced to look at the things that matter and don't matter, I think, as well. And, uh, yeah, no, it's it's, it's definitely transformative. I mean, I I just think 
everything everything in your life kind of happens for a reason doesn't it you know both good and bad and all of it all the stories and that's something that happens when you start to honor your heart you really are forced to kind of look at all the chapters and when you look at all the chapters i just made a post about this today on my instagram when you look at all the chapters you start to realize that would you have been able to be the person you are today had that particular situation not happened had you not had that relationship would you be this stronger more capable version of yourself if you didn't have to go through that trauma and where i feel like a lot of people get caught up is that they stay in the woe is me or victim mentality they stay in the anger they stay in the sadness they stay in the grief Hmm. and then what ends up happening is that they end up not having any clarity on where it is that they need to go and that's because love and fear don't live in the same place and spirit dwells in the vibration of love. So in order for you to get those hits so that you can move forward on your journey, you have to be up in a place of hope, faith, gratitude, contentment, freedom, joy. Um, you know, anyways, I could go on about that forever. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's true though, isn't it? And it's how it works. And I think, you know, like I, I mean, people fall out and things like that. Sometimes, you know, I fell out with some people that I you know, know. And it's like, you know, I think being mindful because sometimes we you know we can react as people and it's like, you know, think to, to yourself, do, should I be reacting and going down to their level, you know, and things Absolutely like that. Not. And, Absolutely not. Yeah. That's I, I, it's so funny that we're talking about all the stakes. I was just talking with a client about so much of this yesterday. Hmm. It's really interesting. Something that I teach my clients is that everything is energy and hmm. it's been scientifically proven that love and fear don't live in the same place. So as, a, as an individual, when he or she begins to awaken and their heart begins to open, naturally their vibration rises. And so if they're growing and they're expanding and they have a op more open heart, what ends up happening is if the people around them are not in mm -hmm. that space, you may start to notice that people who have been in your life for 10, 15, 20 years, all of a sudden you guys aren't vibrating at the same frequency anymore. Mm. You kind of have to go off on your journey and they kind of have to go off on their journey. And, yeah. you know, who knows, you may meet again at a point when you guys are, you know, have gone through some growth, but it's mm. a very normal process of the awakening path to um, what I like to say, shed layers. Mm. And it's a good thing. It actually shows that you're leveling up. It's what happens when you're leveling up. Um, and yeah. I'm sure you've noticed that as you get to another level, your soul family actually shows up for you to help you level up. And these are people who yeah. you meet and you're like, I feel like I've known you forever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something that I've definitely connected with, you know, like especially last year and now, uh, you know, people that I've met, like, you know, like yourself and people, you know, all around the world. And like I said, you, you feel like you have known them all your life because that energy, that synergy, and you know you you're on that that same vibration where you know like you're on the same vibe you know you're, you're a tribe of people and you know i think i mentioned yesterday you know when you haven't had that and you're trying to discover that and you you felt for so long that you know you you, you don't really know where your tribe is and you know when it when it does kind of like click it's quite powerful and 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 you you know, that the people or the situations that used to engage in, you don't really want to do that as much anymore. Right. It doesn't serve you anymore. And it's because you're in a different consciousness. You've grown, you've matured, mm. you've healed trauma. You no longer resonate with their vibration 
also a lesson that I've been moved through and it's a painful lesson. When you begin to grow, you may lose people who mean the world to you or that, you know, has been, have been in your life for forever because you no longer fit into the box that they want to place you in. Mm. You know, they may have benefited from the old version of yourself. Mm. And so as you begin to grow, mm. they can get angry and they no longer want to, you know, they want to throw their own stuff at you. So yeah. earlier it comes back to you being a big mirror for people mm. and they're either going to rise up to meet you or unfortunately they have to be gone. And when mm. it comes to calling in your trolls, your, your soul tribe, I tell people all the time, set intentions for yourself. How do you want to be treated? How do you want to feel? And I, I leave people with these two things. You want to be treated with an equal energy exchange and you want to feel cherished. Mm. And, and that's the intention. And if those people who are around you don't meet that criteria, yeah, we go. Mm. yeah, I think that often that's so important as you mentioned, and I think it's so important that we surround ourselves, you know, with the right kinds of people and the people that you know that's going to support you, you know, in your journey, as you said, because otherwise, you know, if you're around certain people and they're being negative, they can easily drain you or stop you or pull you down. Right. And there's there's that quote, isn't there, where it's like um, you know, you're you become the five people you surround yourself with something like that absolutely absolutely so the best thing to do in these situations is attack it with love and they may not see it as love but when you distance yourself or you mm. say you know what i'm gonna go do me over here or i'm gonna set some boundaries i love you very much mm. you know you could still end up losing those people but you just send them love you send them light and you you wish them the best you mm. know because you have something else over here that you're meant to experience and you can't deny yourself that yeah yeah no exactly exactly and um i think as well like do you have any like uh, role models or like mentors like now or growing up or anything like that oh, absolutely i love dr michael beckwith um yeah. i love joe uh joe dispenza dr joe dispenza um lisa nichols i am very much uh attracted to greg braden's work i don't know if you've ever heard of greg braden um those are all people um Dr. Joe Vital, all people. I've heard who, of his name. Some of, some of them are featured in, of course, the popular movie, The Secret. Mm. Um, but I have been very much attracted to these people since my early 20s. And I never really understood why until I started coming into my own purpose. And it's because all of us are on a very similar mission. Mm. So yeah, those are, I started thinking about it yesterday when you told me you were going to ask me this question. And I was like, oh, right away, Greg Braden, Dr. Mm. Michael with Joe Dispenza, um, you know, a, a couple of uh, famous intuitives who I admire very much are John Edwards, um, mm. a huge, huge fan of Sylvia Brown, who, you know, passed away a long time ago. Um, but she was ahead of her time. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people like that. Who yeah. No, exactly. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, as you said, it's, it's important to have role models and mentors in life, you know, to have that those tribe of people you can draw from and take you know goodness from and learn from as well and it, like as you mentioned like there's some people who are way ahead of their time and um there's a guy who i connected with who's called uh, alan watts have you heard oh, of I alan, love watts? alan watts of course i follow alan yeah. watts on, on ig and his teachings on youtube absolutely yeah absolutely. and he he was ahead of his time and i, th I think he's passed away now but like he's 
you know, the, the stuff that he was saying, was it back during the 60s or the 70s or something like that? Yeah. And, it, and what he's saying is happening now. And it's like, and the stuff that he says is so deep and real yeah. that I think back then people didn't take him too seriously, if that makes no, sense. No, he was considered and, a hippie. <laughs> yeah. But it's usually the hippies, I find, you know, uh, or, you know, the free thinkers that yeah. are the ones that are labeled as the weirdos, but they're the ones that are the most in tune. Mm. And it's because they they feel, they put their heart yeah. first, you know? Have you heard of uh, Jason Silver? I have not. Jason Silver's a, a bit like that. He's, um, the, there are a few Jason Silvers out there, but this particular Jason Silver, I think he's like in his 30s. And he he's like a motivational speaker. He's done a lot of different things, but he kind of does these videos where he rants and he talks, but like you said, he comes from his heart and he's quite hippie-ish-ish like. And um, he's like one of those open kind of free thinkers, but it's, as you said, it's, it's important, you know, to to listen to people that you kind of connect and vibe with, vibe with isn't it? It's huge. It's huge because I know when I was growing up, um, even when I was kind of on this journey of self-discovery, you know, early on, I always felt like a weirdo, you know, it wasn't until I got older and I started understanding that, you know, um, I always felt so different because I am. And so to be able to find people who, you know, seem to have the similar mission as you, or, um, you know, have been on the journey for a while, it inspires you to keep going. It inspires Mm. you to understand that, okay, I am meant to be doing this and I want to achieve more because they're showing me that it's possible. If she can do it, I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. Mm. You know, it's a, it's a very um, important thing to have role models. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And like you said, like, you know, feeling different as well. I definitely connect that and always felt that, you know, as a kid and then school and, you know, hanging around with the wrong people and getting involved Mm. and things like that. And, Right. People, people pleasing, and uh, yeah, but deep down, I knew mm. that's something that sensitive souls typically do. Um, we are very much drawn towards drugs, alcohol, overeating, um, anything that can numb us, because we feel so much that we get to a point when we're unbalanced and our, we're giving our power away. Until we learn to find our balance again, we will do whatever we can to numb the feels because we just want it to go away. Mm. Mm-hmm. it can be quite damaging can't it if people don't address that do you think if, you know if they don't address they're not mindful of that Absolutely. and i think you know it takes it takes you have to decide don't you as a person to you know to change and to notice that because i think you know it, it's not just an effect on yourself is it it's effect on your friends your family all these different things it all kind of connects all of it yeah absolutely and it can be hard that's what is called shadow work, facing Mm. your shadow and owning your shit, owning your Mm. garbage, which is a big part of the awakening path. You know, when you start to go through the awakening process, whether it's um, losing a relationship or moving out of a relationship that didn't serve you, you're faced to look at all the stuff that they taught you and you have to own your shit. You have to own your garbage, which is, you know, for me, I was scared to speak my truth. I was scared to stand Mm. on my authenticity. I was battling codependent behaviors. I cared Mm. more about what other people thought of me versus what I thought of me, you know, because I was trained and conditioned to believe that that's the way it was, Mm. you know? And so I had to look at a lot of my behaviors. And I feel like that's something that we continually do as we level up. Every level, we have to go through shadow work. Mm. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And it's it's quite transformative, isn't it? You know, when you break it down like that. And, you know, I can definitely relate to that because, you know, like in the past, you know, I was with someone who, uh, if, if I was to make a decision for myself or something that I wanted to, to do, that it's like, that wasn't okay. And it's like, you know, it shouldn't work like that. It, you know, but people can get, the problem is, some people think it's going to change or things are going to work out. And it's like, well, no, it's going to keep happening still. You have to, as you said, get. The pattern will repeat itself again and again and again until you finally open your eyes and see the lesson. Hmm. You know, um, so, and that, again, that, you know, that person who you were with and you, you guys were just battling what was really going on, you know, with the little boy in you and, and, and the, the hmm. child within them. That's really all that it, that it was. Um, was you guys were going through your own childhood trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Because, like, in life, no one gives you, like, an instruction an instruction manual, like, oh, here you go, oh. this is how you need to... <laughs> I beg to differ with you on that. Oh, um, yeah. Let me tell you why. Your emotions <laughs> are the map. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. You know, when you're, when you're happy, it means that you're in alignment. When you're not happy, you're not yeah. in alignment with what's meant for you. The problem is, is that we are addicted to our patterns. We are addicted to our trauma. We Mm. don't want to let go of our attachments to people, places, things, um, or the idea of what we think things should be. And so Mm. that's what keeps us caught up in these relationships or in these patterns with career or whatever else, friendships that don't serve us, right? Mm. It all comes down to we're not willing to listen to our emotions because when we listen to our emotions, we find clarity and when we find clarity it means we have to do work yeah no, that's true you, you're right and i think it's it's like a compass isn't it it's like your emotions are a compass a compass and they're your guide and i think when you listen to those you know you, you're going the right way but it's like you said when you don't you know we, we don't listen to those it's just going to bite you know bite you later on 100 percent. and um yeah, like I, I got another question as well. I, as I told you yesterday, is that it's kind of new, a new question that I've only asked a few people. And it's, you know, if you could have a meal around a table with like, say, three people, you know, who would they be? You know, um, and, you know if the you know, people that are alive, you know, if you could pick three people. Oh, I immediately went to people who were not alive. Well, you could I, do it. If you, if you can't think of anyone who's alive, then you can pick people who. Okay. So one of my main, one of my main is obviously he's not alive anymore. And it would be JC. It'd be Jesus Christ because Mm. he understood the wisdom of the heart. Mm. You know, he went through the Ascension process. Um, people who are alive, uh, Michael Beckwith, no doubt about it. He's amazing. He's an amazing guy. He's incredible. Um, he understands what this place is. He really does. Um, another one would probably be Greg Braden. Mm. What does he do? Greg Braden is an author. Um, he has really, he has really uh, been able to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's interesting, isn't it, when you think about it? Because because you know, if you could like sit around a table with three people, it'd be you know, imagine the conversations you have and the things you talk about and the things you'd learn as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things that I've tried to do on my own journey. You know, when you start to go on into the awakening path, it's, it's like the rabbit hole, it's ever unfolding. You know, it's like Alice in Wonderland. 
Mm-hmm. I try to keep myself open as much as I can and be open-minded. And I'm always willing to learn. I'm always willing to level up. I'm sure you found yourself in that kind of position over the last few years too, is that whomever you meet, you there's somebody can teach you something. Everyone can teach yeah. you multiple things or one thing. Um, and mm-hmm. it's important to keep yourself open in that way. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I've, I've definitely learned a lot, you know, like listening you know, to Joe Rogan and his podcast and some of the things that he says. I mean, everyone, some people might not agree with that, but yeah. for me, I think, you know, he's he's had certain experiences and he's come from a place, you know, where he's worked in crap jobs and he's worked his way up and he's tried things out. And Speaking I can, true. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's important to have those selected people who you can kind of, um, kind of look up to, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was thinking as well, like, do you have any kind of favorite books that you, you've read? Um, oh, man, I've read a lot of books. Um, it, one of my favorites um, is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Mm. Um, I also really, really love um, Wisdom Codes by Greg Braden. I've seen that. I've not read it, but I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's a, that's a loaded question. I have a lot of, of, of is- favorite books. Like the top five or top ten or what, whatever. Top five. So wisdom codes, um, power of now. That's another one that I recently read. Um, I'm gonna throw mine in there, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, man, you know, it's of course now. Now you ask me, and I'm drawing a blank of a few. Um, it's fun. I can always put them in the description if you. Yeah, I'll, I'll think yeah, about yeah. it. Let, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's there's a couple here. Um, one of my most, it's not even that big of a book that I that I had to read when I first moved through my initial awakening was a book yeah. called Fight On, and right. it was a book that really um, very very short messages and mantras um, that helped me keep going despite what everyone else around me was saying. Um, mm. I kind of had to rebuild myself and learn how to trust my own intuition. Um, yeah. I feel like everyone should have it. It's like a coffee table style book. Yeah. I feel like everyone should have it. Who's being moved through an awakening. Fight on. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And yeah. I, think, I, think, I think in books you learn so much. And I think in the past year or so, I've just got, got into reading more and, you know, trying to read, trying to read every day, you know, like I think I, I missed out on reading last night, but I try and do, you know, at least before I go to bed, a couple of pages or, you know, just try and get into the routine of doing it more. And I've I've got tons of books as well. And I, it's funny, before we started this call, I, I was talking about, you know, your book. And I ended up, like, you didn't realise it was in Waterstones, a shop in the UK. But I had no idea, yeah. And I actually picked up your book for, like, like I had it in my hand for, like, 20 minutes. And I, I, you know, I was going to get it. And then... My, you know, I was looking around, my brother was getting different books. And I, I took a photograph of it and I was like, you know, I'm going to get this. And it stood out to me. And it is, it's surreal how, you know, we've ended up doing this podcast. Yeah, I love it. It really does show, again, like I was saying to you earlier, um, when you become an energetic match mm. and you open yourself up to new experiences, it's amazing the type of people, places, and scenarios that you can draw into yourself. Mm. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's definitely amazing and I find like as well you know like when you open yourself up to that you connect with certain people you know on the same wavelength as you 
that same kind of journey as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they might know people who are, you know, similar and it just kind of ripples, isn't it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm, again, everything is energy. So when I find that I open myself up, I find even more people who are on a similar journey as me. That's yeah. how you find your soul tribe. Mm. It's so, it's so important. I think, you know, everyone should do that because, I mean, I say to people, you know, if you're interested in gardening or video games, you know, whatever it is, or pottery or something, there's going to be people out there who are going to be in that same vibe that enjoy that stuff as well, you know, or, you know, and whatever it is. And it's, you know, like, especially with the field of kind of wearing like personal development and, you know, um, mindset and things like that and spirituality you know you're going to you know attract those kind of people you know in that, in that circle almost yeah mm-hmm. would, would you say you you have you had any kind of like feedback from your book you know like i'm sure it's you know pretty rewarding you know seeing people's reviews and how yeah. you know your books help them it is um it's one of my favorite things to do i'll tell you a little guilty pleasure um, I love to go on Amazon and read what people are saying about my book. Yeah. It, so for anybody who has left me a review, if you hear this podcast, I have read every single review that has been left. And um, it means the world to me because I went through a lot to mm. be able to write. My story is, you can't make this shit up. I'll just say mm. that. Okay. Yeah. And to see that my book has helped people take back their power or trust in themselves more or choose love over fear or trust in their intuitive abilities. It's, it's amazing. It's such an incredible feeling and it means the world to me knowing that my, um, my life has purpose in that way, you know, Mm. it's Mm. incredible. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, it's amazing. And I think like as well, as well, I, 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 I don't know if you knew this, but I, I think, you know, the, the US Amazon, um, you know, your, like your book, the reviews on there are like just for the US one. So, I mean, on the UK one, you're going to have even more, you know, reviews and comments and, and everything as well. I've never the UK one. I totally should. I've never done that. Yeah, because I, I had a, a guy who wrote a book and he, he was on my podcast and he said that, he was thanking, you know, the UK people as well, because it, it's, you, I'd, yeah, so basically you got the UK, Amazon, you got the US. So the people who commented on the UK one will be like, you know, your UK and then the US, it's, yeah, so it's it's pretty amazing, pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. I, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, so now it'd be interesting, you know, what, what other people are saying as well. Yeah, it's a very cool, it's a very cool experience, you know, and I get a lot of people on Instagram and a lot of emails, you know, because of your book, this, or because of your book, that, and, you know, in the beginning, it was a little hard to handle. It was a little bit Mm. like, you know, you get a little nervous, you know, one of my biggest fears was being seen and being heard. And that comes from childhood wounding. You know, I was always taught to be quiet and that I didn't matter. Um, and then coming out and, and, and being brave enough to speak your truth, especially around what I do. I'm, I'm a psychic yeah. I'm intuitive empath and mindset coach. I challenge people's perspectives and thought patterns every day. Um, it was a little nerve wracking for me. So waiting a year or two to see these reviews come in and, and some of these things come in. Um, it's been a very validating experience for mm. my, my journey. Yeah. No, I think I think it's great work for what you're doing, and 
you know, through, no, you're welcome. And, you know, providing value to other people through, you know, coaching and, and, you know, your, your energy work and, you know, your book as well. I think, you know, you're living your purpose and you, you know, you're, you're on your journey and you're, you know, you're doing something that you care about. And it's, it's really, you know, touching, you know, talking to you about these things. Cause I think it's really, really special. And I think it's, it's something that we're, we, we should all tap into and do, you know, because we're all here for a reason and, you know, we're here to help other people and provide something, you know? Absolutely. Earth is nothing but a big school. That's something yeah. that, you know, anybody who follows me, I, I say that again and again, this place is nothing but a big school. We've been here before and mm. we come here to learn lessons, to grow, to evolve. And anyone who you feel a strong emotion for, whether it's positive or whether it's negative, odds are they're a member of your soul family who has come here to teach you something for your highest good. And when you can look at the connections like that, you realize that it's all love. From a higher perspective, it's all love. You wouldn't have been able to learn how to love yourself more had it not been for that narcissist. Mm. Mm. You wouldn't have learned how to empower yourself had it not been for the person who, you know, knocked you down. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you can really get yourself into a place to go, okay, what's the lesson here? You really start to realize, like I was saying earlier, all the chapters kind of start to make sense. You know, you started this podcast because of experiences mm. that you've had in your life. You probably yeah. wouldn't be this version, or you wouldn't be this version of yourself that you are today had you not been through some serious pain and heartache. Mm. You know? Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's powerful, isn't it? And I think like sometimes, you know, we're not aware of that. And then sometimes when things come like full circle, it all kind of like clicks and you're like, oh yeah, it is because of X, Y, Z and X, Y, Z and yeah. everything else. No, it's... Yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? And um, yes. I was thinking, where can people find you on like social media and like uh, website, that kind of thing? So um, my website is just divinesouljourney.net. And I'm on, I'm pretty active on IG. Um, man, I've really let my Facebook go. It's, it's a boring <laughs> platform to me, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I am on Facebook. It's just not nearly as active, but IG is where I am. So it's just at Divine Soul Journey. You know, yeah. I try to post as much as I can there and, um, but divinesouljourney.net. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. No, awesome. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely share your book and your content and, um, you know, any, any new stuff that you put out there, I'll, I'll definitely promote it. And you now I wish you all the best and continued success in, in your book and your work and everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. I love that I get to connect with you. No, no, you're welcome. And I'm, I'm grateful. And, you know, it's an honor to connect with you as well. And, it's, it's, it's really, you know, special to tap into, you know, these conversations and things, isn't it? I'm really yeah. grateful and I appreciate it. I love it. Very divine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. it. But, um, you know, I wish you all the best and Thank have a great you. day. All You're right. welcome. Hi, I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. 
I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, I just thought I'd uh, make this announcement that I'm looking for someone to sponsor my podcast. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, um, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also looking for you know, people who want to advertise their content on my podcast as well also. Um, you know, we can talk more about it on a Zoom call or, you know, like a WhatsApp call or something. Um, you know, it's the kind of um, deeper side of like, you know, how much it's going to cost and this kind of thing. But I'm looking for people, you know, who have a business or a product or a website or, you know, something that they kind of want to promote. I'm happy to promote that on my podcast and I will do a pre-roll, mid-roll, end roll. So I'll, you know, talk about what your product is and where people can find it, how much it is and, you know, deals and this kind of thing. So if you have a product or know anyone that has a product that they, you know, want to put out there and they want to gain more traction, please, please, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Um, even if it's an app, you know, you have an app that people are creating, um, a website, a pod, you know, or, or another podcast, uh, please get in touch and let me know and I'll be happy to uh, look into it and promote it on my show. But uh, yeah. You know where to find me at the podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.